This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey guys, do you like this show? Are you enjoying it? Do you want to make one of your own? Well, let me tell you about Anchor, and Jay, you can help me out. It's so easy. Anchor makes it easy to do a show like this. First of all, it's free. There's uh, There are creation tools that, I love it. It that allow so you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. I love how simple it is to make content nowadays, and Anchor really makes it easy. Uh, now you can even add any song from Spotify straight to your episodes. This Boom. is so cool. Possibilities are endless. Uh, for what you can do and what you can create, whether it's music analysis, your own radio show, sports talk radio. This is a real opportunity. I, th- I feel like the pandemic has kind of in many ways uh, gotten us a little more creative and saying, what do we want to say? And let's move forward with that, even without the pandemic. And Anchor makes that easy for yeah, you. Yeah, or maybe you want to do a show that the world's never heard before. Right. Well, get up off your butt and do it. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you as well. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. They're basically making it easy for you to do this Correct. thing. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast what you got to do it's so easy download the anchor app go to anchor.fm and get started it is so easy we love anchor thank you for letting us do this thank you for sponsoring our show because again they understand these guys are in the creativity business and they support other creative things so we say support them because they support us download the free anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Scalabro Country, the virus edition, a.k.a. the Panty Pots. A.k.a. two fables, one table. A.k.a. two dudes, no lewds. A.k.a. two bros, no hoes. A.k.a. two Jews, no tattoos. A.k.a. two blokes, lots of jokes. A.k.a. two wolverines, one quarantine. A.k.a. two twins for the win. A.k.a. two jerks, no Van Kirk. Oh, that's true. Uh, because although, we're in Dan Van Kirk's kitchen. We just recorded an episode of Dumb People Town, and we are here, and we want to just take you guys away for uh, 25 minutes. That's right. And uh, we appreciate all the feedback we've been getting from you guys. Uh, we are trying to, in every way, shape, or form, give you 30 minutes. 30 minutes to clean your dishes. 30 minutes to take a walk around your neighborhood. 30 minutes to sit down to yourself and hopefully- To cook, to bake bread, whatever you're doing. This is your chance to breathe and laugh a little bit. And we got some good stories. And the world never, this is the thing. Every day, the world never fails to provide us with uh, some silliness, stupidity, and definitely stuff worth commenting on. And look no further than former 1980s. He was big when we were in high school. Oh, but we saw him in concert. Brian Adams, sometimes your words can cut like a knife. Even though it feels so right. 
Feels so right. So Cuts Like a Knife came on the album before the big album. Yeah, the big album was Summer of 69 and all that other stuff. Right, but Cuts Like a Knife. Cuts Like a Knife is an amazing song that was kind of gritty in that sort of, you know, it felt like his voice is amazing. Brian Adams' voice is incredible. Canadian, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, Canadian. Oh, yeah. He had, he, they, Glass Tiger used him on. He did a little thing on Glass Tiger. How come Glass Tiger Tiger hasn't come back from the Tiger King? I don't know. They could have done the, you know. Cuts Like like an Eye, great music video. If you go back and check it out, he's singing in an empty swimming pool. Right. She takes a dive into an empty swimming pool, which right. is essentially what And then what he's singing at the bottom. There's right. a moment when you were like, where did Brian Adams go? And then you, when we had uh, kids and you have daughters or kids and you'd watch Disney princess films and you'd hear a new Brian Adams song, you're like, oh, there he is. And he's right next to Phil Collins. There they Fantastic. are. Oh, there they are. All right. Okay. It's never a good sign, though, when Brian Adams has to apologize publicly. For yeah. anything, because if you see Brian Adams he's already trending, made it. if you see him trending he's right now, either dead, dead, has COVID, sick, or he's apologizing for some something. insensitive remarks. No one's going to be like, but and in the news today, Brian Adams hangs out in his summer home. In the news today, Brian Adams writes a great new song. He was a huge star, had hits, toured the world. I mean, number one hits. Yeah, number one hits. He had a lot of fans, had a lot of facial, cleared up his facial stuff, probably <laughs> through proactive. Uh, we shouldn't be. He, he, Edward James, almost, almost cleared, cleared it up. up. Shouldn't be hearing from him in any way, shape, or form. No, it's certainly, he, certainly not for something he has to apologize for. Oof. This is bad management on what I'm going to assume is his second wife's part. Yeah, Assuming no, that his second wife is also his manager. So, so it's, it's bad right. management on his second, second wife who is also manager's part. part. Yes. So Adams had to apologize to quote any and all people he offended for his rant about the coronavirus that meant that many perceived to be as racist. Whether it was or whether it wasn't, you cannot be Brian Adams. Don't be ranting. You don't need to be ranting or rant to your friends. The Canadian singer songwriter faced backlash just one day earlier for seemingly blaming China for the pandemic, which to be fair, yes, he could have said a pandemic whose origins appear to be have come from China and how China handled this thing, potentially not being truthful with the world. So here's the thing. You can say all that. You can criticize a place. You can say, I'm bummed that this happened. You can can say, say, look at where we're at right now. How tragic is it that- Where were the missteps? Yeah. Who made mistakes along the way? We certainly have, but I'm going to point the finger at some mistakes being made in China. No one can argue with that. Yeah. No one can argue with you on that. So on Monday, the 60-year-old rocker, 60, that hit me. We're not 50 yet, that but cut that like kinda, a knife. Yeah, it did. In nine in nine years, in my opinion, he can dust off the summer of 69, and it takes on a whole new meaning. Yes. Dust it off, bring Just it back Just a whole up. summer of him going on racist rants. At a drive-in movie and getting summer of my demise. Right. Okay. Oral sex. He made the headlines for lamenting about, quote, fucking bat eating, wet market animal selling, virus making greedy bastards who put the whole world on hold. Listen, we are all frustrated, B. Adams. We are all frustrated. Fucking bat eating, wet market selling. Were they. My, wet market is like you're dancing near some very racist. That You're not even saying a racist thing, but you're, if you're calling someone a wet marketer, is that a thing? 
No, but I just think that that's, that sounds racist. I don't know what it is, but it's not something well, I would no, just throw a out. wet market is where apparently- Agreed, some- but to use it as a phrase to describe somebody. But I also think. it's wrong. Were they selling entire markets, wet markets? I don't know. Wet markets selling. Wet market. It- wet markets selling. Yeah, but it sounds like they're selling wet markets. Entire wet market. right. He does understand the rhythm of a line. He can still, the wet market selling- that eaten. I mean, like it is the, there is a rhythm and a flow to it, even if it totally doesn't make sense. You should put it in a song. Don't put it in a rant. Adams was frustrated because instead of being isolated at home, he had, he, he was set to kick off a series of concerts in London's Royal Albert Hall. So, so, okay. So, so now we're getting down to the core of it because the guy's 60, right? He's saying, all right, maybe I'm not going to have this opportunity in three years when we can do concerts again. Right. Or, the fact that he's, you are still playing Royal Albert Hall, dude. You should be happy about that. That's something Glass Tiger can't do. You're 60, bro, and you're still out there doing big shows. All right? That's just just take stock and have gratitude for also, that. Also, we get it. You're stuck in London. You wish you were in Canada. It sucks. Is, is he, he stuck in London? I think he says he is. It's time. Take this time to record some stuff while you're being holed up. Have your record label or someone bring over I think over he's isolated in Canada. I think he's isolated. Is he? Yes. It said in stays, uh, instead of being isolated at home, which is what he was doing, he was set to kick off a series of concerts in London. So he wanted to be out. He wanted to be doing these concerts, oh, but okay. instead he's isolated at home. Either way, either way, record, I'm sure he's got a studio in his house. Write something about it. Right. My message to them, other than thanks a fucking lot, is to go vegan, he declared. Well, well, he did thank them. I mean, let's be honest about that. In his mea culpa, Adams wrote, no excuse. I just wanted to have a rant about a horrible anim- about the horrible animal cruelty in these wet markets. That is not- I don't think that's where you were going. That is not where you were going, you my friend. You don't need to give the Mm-mm. bad fake apology. Mm-mm. You can say, I'm going crazy right now, uh-huh. and I crossed the line, and I apologize, and let me walk it back. Being the possible source of the virus and promote veganism. You are not trying to promote veganism. That's like the woman a few on a few episodes. A few episodes ago, we were talking about like a local commissioner who was like, all this backlash I got caused me to go shoplift somewhere. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. Like he should have pivoted. That is a crazy pivot. He should have pivoted about his situation, this not being able to perform in London. Yeah. He should have pivoted to make it that about veganism. It's just a great point, but there's no way the wet markets of the world will switch to selling Satan. It's not going to happen. Yeah. It's not going to happen out there. But he could make that argument. I guess he could say, look, I just- It's a convenient argument to be like, I was just railing against the mistreatment of animals. You weren't. That It wasn't about the mistreatment of the quote unquote bat that got eaten. Everything I do, everything I, I do is for tofu. There you go. You could just change rewrite the song your for that. songs. Rewrite your lyrics, make them all vegan related. Mm-hmm. Do something like that. It was the Satan of 69. Yes. I have love for all people, and my thoughts are with everyone dealing with the pandemic around the world. Really? That's not what you were saying when you were ranting the day before. Maybe your wife should just control your rants or say, videotape them, and then you guys can watch them and decide if you want to put that out. Tell it to your therapist. I'm sure you have one. I know you're angry, but it feels like that level of frustration isn't about... Look, if you how lost, many people are if dying? If you lost family members or your wife or you yourself are on death's door and you want to go ahead and have a rant, we'll cut you some slack. Fine, we're not going to argue with you. We're not going to be mad. If your entire fortune is down the toilet and you don't have any money left and you feel yourself dying because of this thing, you want to make a rant? Go for it. We'll understand. 
If your business is being lost, I can understand frustration that way. It feels like this is just, and this is just speculation here. It feels like it's, he's pissed because he couldn't go on his tour. Yeah. Adam's apology captioned an Instagram video of him acoustically performing Into the Fire, the title track from his same album released in 1987, includes the hashtags ban wet markets and go vegan, which looks like gov again. Mm -hmm. Doesn't look like gov again, like government again. Right. Or love again by... Who is that? Run the jewels. Yeah. Okay. And again, you can be mad at the whole wet market scene. That's fine. And call for countries like China to crack down on conditions in those markets. And you can push people to go vegan, which with meat shortages, the, to go to impossible meat and new ways to find meat. I just made impossible meat. tacos the other night, and they were fantastic. Meat. It might be the right way to go, but what are we fighting for here? His inability to go on tour? What are we fighting for here? The comments on the singer's uh, apology post on Instagram are overwhelmingly supportive, as you would think they were. Yes, uh, As they were on his initial post. No apologies required. Thanks for the mini gig number two. No apologies required is what Phil Collins' next album should be. No apologies required. Yes. No more wet markets, all caps, added someone. Yeah, that we get that. That that's not you're missing the point thank of the rant. Thank you for adding that. Thank you for taking the time to comment. You that. really added a lot right there. And everyone agrees with you. Wet markets should be regulated. That's it's just how do we do it? Another user commented, No apologies needed. You spoke the truth. Twitter is really like where they got upset. They got upset about this whole thing. They, it's also a place where people got riled up. So on Instagram, he got the love, but on Twitter, this is the apology at Brian Adams PR, fo- PR folks came up with. Perhaps it should have started with, for, please forgive me. Now, yep, that is a real apology. This Correct. is like what we said the other Correct. day. Correct. He could have started with, please forgive me, my outburst, uh, for, and my outburst, here's where it came from. Just say, I'm sorry. Start with, I'm sorry. And then you can give the reasons after. Feels like that would have garnered more support, right? Yeah. Agreed. Anytime you start pivoting and trying mm-hmm. to make it about something that you didn't directly say, you're you're making the non-apology apology. And I don't like it. And I'm going to say this. Come on. You're Brian Adams, not Ryan Adams. We still kind of can have faith in you. Let's do the right thing here. And let's do the right thing here and take a break, shall we? Agreed. We'll take a little bit of a break. Uh, and when we come back... Uh, again, music, the music we should say, the music that plays under the Spotify ad at the beginning is our buddy Brendan, who is the sound engineer on this podcast. So shit props to him for that instrumental. And then all the other music is from our friends, uh, Detroit, the band from Minneapolis from the 90s. They are fantastic. No longer. They were uh, great. They were amazing, but no longer. But we like to keep the spirit of them alive. We'll see you after this break. No voicemail today, but uh, we'll be back with those coming up soon. And we'll see you on the other side. Let me tell you, son, your jello's looking running. Jello catastrophe, and that ain't funny. Hey, guys, welcome back to the show. Sklar Brothers here. I want to remind people, go to our YouTube page, subscribe to it. If yep, you're yep. listening to this podcast, you will enjoy extra content on our Everyone YouTube Everyone listening to this podcast, you can see the videos of us doing this podcast. We have, uh, we're going to release every Saturday a new five-minute episode of Held Up, which was our uh, web series that we did. So fun with so many great people we did for Crackle. Uh, Nick Kroll was in it. Tig Nataro's in it. Uh, Caitlin Olson's in it. John Doerr. Uh, Susie Nakamura. Sam Harmar Levine. Superstar, Har- Sam Levine. 
Dean, Chris Cox, Maria Bamford, Jessica Chaffin, like so Eddie many Pepitone. so many great people, and we're in it. It's just a blast. So that's going to be every Saturday. We're going to release those on the YouTube page. New videos, stick around, tool around on there. It's so much fun. In the break, Dan uh, told us that "Please Forgive Me" is a Brian Adams song. Yeah, and I can't that, believe I, the okay. lyric that started. Please forgive me. All right. Okay. My heart is in your hands and I'll be that's, missing no, that's you. You know it's you, babe. That sticks. I know. I'm just kidding. I just want to rile Jay. <laughs> Dan loves that I was riling Jay up. Riling him up. All right. People have too much time on their hands. Speaking of sticks. Too, too much, much time, time on my hands. That actually was Ryan Adams. Just kidding. If we need to, I think right now, and this is something I really do believe, that we need to seriously start teaching people to have hobbies. Do a hard puzzle. Hard, whatever do a that difficult is. difficult puzzle. If you're not dealing with heavy health symptoms. I think I'm going to start a hard puzzle at my okay, house. That's it. No joke. Hard Get puzzle. Get some hobbies. This will probably, there will be more pandemics in the future. We're going to have to lock down again. This is going to be part of our lives moving forward. You need to have a hobby. That's all I'm saying. Because time is about, start needle pointing. Yes. That's a great when thing. When we were kids, Randy and I, we wanted to buy these needlepoint kits as that, kids. As kids, that as our parents, two little boys would do. You want needlepoint, and our so, mom and our parents said no, mainly because they didn't want to fork over like four dollars and ninety nine cents. It was ridiculous. They're like, it's a waste of money. But I get it now as a parent. Like, it's fun to say no to your kids. Yeah, they're like, even we, if you're like, even if you're like, can I? I could, I could pay for that, but it's no. I, I we got to say no once in a while. They yeah. can't get everything they want. Can I get this new phone case? No, it's six dollars, but no, no. I'm you saying already have no. one. Yeah, I'm just gonna say no. Can so I? That get, was what our parents did. They so they said no. It. So they said no to the thing. What we did is we went behind their backs, mm -hmm. and we because we were rebels, and we used our own, own money, money and bought these needle pointing ordered kits. needle pointing kits. Then when the needle pointing kits came. We had we to hide them from our parents. Basically needle pointing in secret, right? In like needle pointing in the closet, so to speak. Didn't want to come out as I needle I think pointing. I literally did needle point in, in a the closet. closet. You don't want to come out as, and then you hid it in the closet. You just didn't want to come out as needle pointers to your parents and they couldn't know that how we got it. Right, because they had said no. So it was a direct defiance totally. of their needle pointing edict in it our was, lives. It was a needle pointing like four we were in a line in the sand. <laughs> drawn by a needle. Not drawn by a needle. With yarn attached to mm -hmm. it. So my little needle pointing pillow, and they were small pillows. Like you can't even call it a throw pillow. Smaller than this screen. It was right like here. a toss pillow. I think it's like this big. Yeah. Mine was a dog with a bone in its mouth. Brown dog with a white bone in its mouth. And Randy's was and a, with a yellow background. Right. Mine was a football, which is the exact same colors as the dog with the bone. Red, Red or br I mean, brown, brown yellow, yellow, and, and white. white. That's right. And the laces were white, yellow background, diagonal football, football on a diagonal. You know, you know how you know how the one thing that goes hand in hand with needle pointing is football. football. Right, it's nothing more American than that. So we finished these needle pointing things, and, and because we, we didn't, we didn't want our parents to know that we had gotten them, which I'm sure they knew that we were doing. Like, what are you guys doing in there? You're not like nothing, masturbating, looking at porn. Yeah, definitely not I'm, needle pointing. We're not needle pointing. Nobody's needle pointing. Nobody here. is needle pointing in here. We didn't ask if you were needle pointing. No, well, we're not. No one's so, needle pointing. Okay. So, but just keep the door locked. So we then, the second part of the needle pointing kit is you had to find a fabric that fit along the back of the needle point so you can make a pillow out of it. Mm -hmm. 
because we weren't going to frame them and hang them up. No. That would have been too much like an in-your-face move. Yeah. So we were going to make them pillows and kind of sneak them in with the pillows and hopefully yeah. our parents wouldn't notice. Mm-hmm. So we found fabric, which was, I th- I believe, old wallpaper. Old, the ba- Yeah, old wallpaper that we used and we sewed it in. But then you had to keep one end open and use stuffing, which we didn't have pillow stuffing. We didn't have the wherewithal. We couldn't ask our parents to go get pillow stuffing. It's not like we were going to run up to, the, to Michael's and pick up some pillow stuffing. We were like nine years old, 10 years old. So instead, we decided to stuff these tiny little toss pillows with old underwear. So tidy whitey underwear. So stuffed into these tiny pillows, tiny pillows, old underwear. Was our old, disgusting, ratty underwear, 10 year old underwear. And they were, the pillows smelled terrible. They didn't look great. They were lumpy. It wasn't like a comfortable thing. And so in the end, our parents kind of won. They won. They're like, you suffered and you will continue to suffer by going behind our backs on this. But But the the truth is- It was a hobby. And and we had a hobby. And no one ever can say about us that we're not rebels. Right. If you say no to us, we we point get to, ready to have us needlepoint in dis, in a completely discreet way. We'll needlepoint to an example that will show you that we did it right. So you can needlepoint. You can do. You can needle us, but we're going to point to what we did. You can do a hard puzzle. You can get into Sudoku. That knife game where you spread your hand and then you quickly. Although I was putting four coals in a baked potato the other day, and, and I you hit my finger, finger and you just started bleeding. I, I felt like it was going to fall off. Stamp collecting. Bigfoot enthusiasm. Get into Bigfoot. Watch a lot of, you know, Nailed It or Making the Cut. Making the Cut with Heidi Klum and Tim Gunn on Amazon. Because if you have too much time, the dummies- This is where they start to do dumb- Start to do stupid things. The dumb brain starts to race. And you're not just doing needle pointing. You're doing things way worse. Like this man in Michigan. A lot of dumb stuff has been happening in Michigan. Which, by the way, I wondered if our parents thought that our needle pointing was like a gateway move. Into what? Afghan making. Yeah. Quilt. Sweaters. Quilting. A Michigan man is facing charges after officially say that he tweeted a bomb threat to the Federal Bureau of Investigation under his Twitter profile. That's Get a smart. hobby. That's, Get a hobby. This can never be traced back to me. Tweet. The tweet was sent on May 11th from a user account at JT616K. I'll never forget where I was on 511. The user threatened to detonate 10 bombs and said that the FBI had until 8 o'clock to find him. No way to find him, though. Four-wheeling. That's a fun hobby. Yeah. You can do it on your own. Up-close magic. By the way, if you're sending out that tweet, expect to have a boot on your neck when they find you in 30 minutes. Because 10 bombs is a real threat. That's like a military-level style of an attack on an entire city. Yeah. 10 bombs? According to the Detroit News, investigators traced the user's cell phone to 20-year-old Joseph Todd Kowalczyk. Kowalczyk. Kowalczyk in Parkway Village Mobile Home Park in Citizen Township. Did they not think he'd be able to, they'd be able to track him? Did they not think he was going to be in a mobile home? If he was in a mobile home, <laughs> if he was in a mobile home, that he, did he feel like he'd be able to outrun it, although the mobile home is not on wheels in its own part? If I was in a mobile home, I'd, I'd move my house. He's probably like, well, I don't pay taxes here, so there's probably no way they can trace me. This is like the logic of when your six-year-old just closes their eyes in I'd a say, game of hide I'd and say, seek. It's like, it's you like, can't find me. No, the police aren't going to play along. They're not your dad. They're going to get you. The following day, agents contacted Kowalczyk, who reportedly told agents that he was testing the government and was upset with the FBI's response. I was waiting for you to call. There you are. Kowalczyk, to me, is like a mixed-up, of Kaczynski. 
It's that's a lot. It's it's a there's a K, K that starts the name, and then there's a, a lot y of consonants and a Z, and then another K. If you have that configuration of letters, you're gonna send out. You're gonna have a manifesto or send out bomb threats. That's yeah, just you gonna can't happen. escape it. That's that's part I of your boyfriend. Yeah. He was testing the FBI. FBI. Hey, nobody asked you to test it. Yeah. The FBI didn't ask you to test it. They can test themselves. That's right. They can test their own stuff. Run diagnostic tests. Maybe run a diagnostic test on your compact computer, okay? That's a test that you can run. Furthermore, he claimed that he did not intend to carry out acts of violence against anyone and did not own any weapons or explosive devices, one of the FBI agents wrote in the court filing. I'm sure there are people in this guy's sphere who thought he would do something like this. Right. Like it was only a matter of time before this guy was going to do that. You can Now more than ever, you cannot threaten people. That's Randy just, and I have said this on this podcast. You can't even say, boy, it'd be a shame if that Gelson's on the corner blew up. You can't. You cannot even say that. Even if you think it would be a shame. You, you can't even joke about that. You can't even outwardly... Say don't. Kowalczyk don't. stated that he would not post anything in the future. Oh, come on. I wanted to hear his thoughts on Anthony Fauci. Yes. I, I really did, or the why this Wisconsin Supreme Court denied the governor's stay-at-home policy. I want to hear what this guy has to say about that. I feel I like I have a ton of good thoughts. Great thoughts. Yeah, a ton. It'd be explosive, his thoughts. Yes. Kowalczyk continued tweeting about and taunting the FBI throughout the day before he was eventually arrested. Hey, you know what the FBI loves? They love being taunted by a man in a mobile home. Yeah. Just like when the cops catch you, like stop you or pull you over, they and love you to chase arrest. you. They love that. They laugh about it. They brush it off. They don't even consider it. They're like, let's go lighter on this guy. He just made us run around He's for so no reason. He's so funny. He's taunting us. There can't be any part of him that thought he would get away with it. Am I right, Jay? No. You can't. You, you, can, you can taunt your neighbor in your mobile home. You can taunt the old guy in the mobile home park three rows over who never, who has not gotten up from his lawn folding chair in the last 30 years. Since the Bush administration, the you, first Bush administration. You, you can taunt that guy, but the FBI may take it a little more personally. So what do you get charged with? Transmitting a threat to injure a criminal charge punishable by up to five years in prison. Does that, gets, that seems too little. Too little, right? Five years is like, all right. But it feels like there I mean, are people. He didn't people have in, any explosives. He didn't use any explosives. True, but I feel like there, there are, people, no, the there are people in prison on weed charges from the 90s who have been serving I, I'm all time. for it. Let's make it an example out of them. Just Let, go away. Put him in there for 50 years. Here's my only fear, and this is how we'll end it up, is that he's in there for five years and he develops a hobby. And the hobby is bomb making. That would be the worst. Because you know there are other dudes in there that can be like, how'd you make? Let me show you how to. You, you were joking about Just it. Just some Elmer's glue and a toothpick. And you're like, no, no, don't do this it. It's not good. Uh, all right, that's the show. We appreciate you guys so much. Yeah, love you guys. Thank you for uh, subscribing to this. Uh, punch a water faucet and go wash your hands. Stay socially distanced. But, but stay, stay connected. connected. Don't get infected and stay protected. We love you guys and we'll see you tomorrow. Star Avenue, a podcast, <clears throat> a podcast network.